let's switch to uh, jobs and careers and risk. I've known you for a while and I know very clearly you have demonstrated how much more you know today than when we first met, right? In a sense, it's all about growth. <laughs> Talk to us about like what resources do you use? What kind of, uh, what do you leverage to make yourself a better risk professional? It changes. It changes a lot. Um, you know, I'm, I'm actually one of those people that goes in and reads regulation. God, God forbid we actually do that. It's boring. Don't, like, if you're looking to go to sleep, read regulation. Yeah, I, I'm sure it'll put you to You sleep. and Victor Meyer. Oh, man. Um, I, I, I distinctly remember the PCAOB put out a statement. I think I was like a senior. Maybe I'm three or four years into my career at EY. And, and I was like, oh, this must be Q&A time. So I sent a response back. They treated that as Ernst & Young's formal global response to the regulatory body. And, I, and you know, people were calling me and I had to, to, to back that out. Um, but in the end, someone told me, you know what, like we couldn't fault you. One, you read it. And two, you had a really good question. Um, and it was about on the reliance of internal audit and external audit uh, activities. So, you, you know, I, I think you have to do the things that no one really wants to do. You have to read the materials. You have to understand it, print it out, you know, read it once, underline some things that are interesting, put it aside a month later, read it again. I mean, my client discussions constantly change where I'm focused, what I'm interested in, you know, what I'm pursuing um, and how I'm growing. And, and I always tell people as I'm advising them in their careers, that you almost have to look at your career like that trivial pursuit pie. You know, there's different pieces which you're going to be working on. And sometimes you master something and you can kind of put that, you know, off to the side and you can choose a new slice of pie that you want to put in there. Um, but always be looking at those four or five things that you have material interest in. And, you know, don't just tell yourself you're interested. Spend the time. Put it in your calendar that you're going to spend an hour reading and stick to that. Um, you know, when I was traveling a lot, I spent almost, I, I never opened my laptop unless I absolutely had to on a plane. One, like just the security aspects of it and people looking over your shoulder. <laughs> but I, I just felt like that was the time that I had where I had uninterrupted ability to read. Yeah. And if you looked at my bag, uh, you know, three, four years ago, uh, when I was traveling heavily, it was filled with paper. Like I, I was, I was reading things and underlining things and questioning things. Um, and then when people would come to me and say, oh, Matt, you, you know, I really don't understand this privacy regulation that's coming out in, uh, I don't know, Singapore. Um, I'd say, oh, you know, I got five pages here. I can just, you know, show you, show you this and uh, uh, it's underlined. read it. It's underlined. It'll give you the close notes. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, and, and just, sometimes you just have to take that time. And it, it's, again, it's, it's not easy. I mean, it's easy to go from meeting to meeting to meeting. And at the end of the day. Yeah. didn't really grow or, or learn. It's harder to keep an hour or even two hours to sit in thought and think. And, and it does get easier as you kind of get more advanced in your career because you have a little bit more white space and, and control of your schedule. Obviously, when I was a staff, people told me to go places and I went there, you know, happily. Um, but, but, you know, making sure that you understand what you're doing, why you're doing it. I mean, you can't be a risk management professional in any industry without understanding how your company makes money. Yeah, yeah. You know, and how they operate, and what the different divisions are. I think the hardest thing that I've ever done in my career is come out of financial services as a discipline and try to apply that to energy and pharma and healthcare and, uh, and tech. And 
you know, when you, when you learn an entire industry, it's almost a year to a year and a half of just reading and knowledge to understand how they operate. Yeah. Um, and the, the older you get, the, the less uh, leniency you have in asking dumb questions. So <laughs> I have to ask my dumb questions off to the side, but yeah, I mean, it, it, understand the business. I, I think it's probably my, yep. my point. So Matt, um, final question. Uh, you already gave some good advice that I think applies to those that want a career in risk management and want to move up. So again, just wanted to see, is there any other advice you would give to somebody who is earlier in their risk career or is considering a risk career? What else should they be doing? I mean, in addition to understanding the business, don't be afraid to take a position. Don't be afraid to, to, to justify your position. I, I think a lot of risk professionals Again, going back to that risk management versus compliance, are real comfortable about saying, "Well, you know, I got my three things done, so like I'm okay." Um, as opposed to saying, "Hey, I don't think this is a risk worth accepting, or I think this is a risk that's too detrimental, and here's why." Um, I think when you start to ask those uncomfortable questions and you start to actually look at risk as a spectrum, then you start to to engage other people around you in those discussions where you're both growing. I mean, I could be completely wrong on a topic. I've been wrong on topics before. I'm, I'm happy to admit that I was wrong on certain topics, but that's how we grow, right? We bring things into community. We talk to it about other people and we understand, you know, what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. Um, you know, most of the, the discussions that I have with clients weren't sitting down and talking about processes, sitting down and talking about different risks and how they handle them. Yeah, um, yeah. And what are the options to handle them? And how do I manage a relationship with a business when I don't think, the amount of risk they're taking on is is sufficient. Um, you know, I think organizations that that don't have chief risk officers and don't have people holding people to to account and asking those questions are certainly in positions that uh, you know is 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 not helpful to the organization. We saw that with um, with Silicon Valley. Yeah. So, you know, as you grow, and don't be afraid as a risk professional to take a role in the business. I mean, one, one of the first bosses I, I ever had, um, and, and I, I still catch up with him after 20 years, every year or so. Um, and I always look at his LinkedIn and he's bouncing back and forth between risk and audit and business operations. And, you know, you'd think that someone has like a career where they're just going to do audit and, and yeah. you know, they're constantly moving around. And every time we talk, he's like, I'm just fascinated you know, once I get a year or two into it, into a role, I want to go challenge myself to, to look at another part of the organization, yeah. be it running technology and operations or helping to run, you know, an equity business. Yeah. Uh, he, I, I always want to be kind of a part of that to understand the complexities of everything, because I can't be a good, effective risk manager if I don't understand all the other complexities of how the business operates. Yeah. I think I'm going to add one more because I know, Matt, this is how um, you know, we've got to know each other over the last few years. One is, you know, the whole network, right? Risk is a business where, is an industry where a lot of the players yeah. know each other. We meet at events, third-party risk association, shared assessment, CEFPRO. So I would encourage people to do that. Matt, this has been wonderful talking to you in a different format, right? Interviewing you for it. I really enjoyed um, kind of you talking about risk from your perspective now being at an innovator like one trust but i really appreciate you also the fact that you give time not just 
uh, to something like our CRO Wisdom Series, but how you participate in organizations like Shared Assessment and others to help the industry move forward. So Matt, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, Atul.